Welcome to the Wags and Fresh podcast. It feels like it's been a little while. At least it has for us, but the uh, conversation never ends. We're always having the conversations, and sometimes we thought, wow, that would have been something good to record because either we've learned something new for ourselves or had enlightenment about what we were doing, or even you know, this week in particular, we had a great opportunity to even be the person to share our frustrations with so that we could better respond to the people that we were frustrated with. So uh, there's another great thing that a friend can be for you, not just, you know, a sounding board for good things and ideas, but also maybe a sponge to maybe absorb some of the stresses that we go through in life. So the podcast isn't necessarily about that. That was just a comment about our friendship and the conversations we have, and we're ready to capture one right now. So, uh, Justin, any thoughts you're having? Yeah, I think that it's been, like you said, it's been a little bit of a, a break since the last recording. Uh, although, uh, fortunately for us, we have a, we have a couple uh, things in the hopper that we've had recorded and and we're able to upload onto YouTube. Um, you know, as we're trying to develop that uh, space, so could be new new information, new uh, content for the listener. But for us, um, yeah, it's been which is. Sometimes we're going to have these breaks, and for me, what's interesting and exciting is uh, it's not one of those situations where when we have these breaks, it, it it bothers me at all. There's never a moment of thinking, oh, you know, it's kind of like the gym. Like if I don't go today, I'm not going to go tomorrow. Uh, I don't, I don't have that, and and especially because it's been driven by so much of excitement. That's really, I think, connected to this experience that we're having. Right. So why ruin it? Right, exactly. It's a, everything that's kind of coming out of the last, you know, couple weeks, really almost more like a month where we've only recorded a couple times. It's all based off of things that were really either conversations that we've had or inspirations that we've had coming from conversations like this and then ultimately leading to other opportunities that present themselves that uh, bring us to a different place and a different journey that ultimately just get in the way of us being able to hit record. But that's exciting. That's exactly why we started this, right? Yeah, and I I also think that everybody has so many recordable moments if they're striving to learn and striving to grow that it's almost impossible to capture them all. I mean, they're just happening all the time. So what really, when you're hitting record, you're just hitting record at the moment for those that are meant to be, uh, that are meant to be captured and you don't worry about the ones that aren't. Yeah. And I think that the one thing I think I've really noticed more and more of, um, and I would encourage more people, even though uh, I think, probably from some people's perspective, you know, doing something like this or even recording your own voice or recording your own thoughts can seem um, a little egotistical, but I really think that it's, I think one of the things that had started um, for us was it was really a, an opportunity to keep each other accountable. If you listen to some of the first, very first recordings that we had, that's what we expressed was some of this was uh, allowing us to create a space that we have our own accountability for what we say we want to do. Plus we can keep each other in check saying, Hey, I thought you, you know, whether we record that conversation or not, it allows for us to, to kind of go back and say, Hey, I said this, or I was inspired to do this because of, and, um, and then we have a space to be accountable or a place to record that accountability if we want to. And then it becomes its own living thing, too, because you end up getting the conversations that you wouldn't have got to in your head or you wouldn't have been able to express them and hear them out loud in a way to articulate 
you know, what you knew you were thinking or even didn't know you were thinking. And then the new sentences or ideas that come out of that just because you made space for the conversation. Yeah. I mean, the more and more that we do this, the more I encourage people to do their own version of this in whatever way that is. Um, and, and what's also been interesting is how, you know, this has led to other experiences. I've had an opportunity to be tapped into some, some new podcasts just because of people I would have never been able to, to kind of touch simply come came to me because I'm having a conversation about this experience that we're having that then somebody else had points me in a direction to go listen to these people. And, and then in listen to them, it's, it inspired me to do more of it. And it also solidified more and more of what we're doing as being in line with what, who we are, right? Cause the, the podcast that I've been kind of presented to go watch or listen to, they definitely have a voice that they're trying to, uh, to express points of view that they want to express um, and that's what's motivating them but being able to hear their points of view being able to see what inspires them to uh, to, to, to do what they're doing uh, and, and seeing that I'm not I don't have anything uh, not that I don't have anything to say similar to them but I don't have any I'm not inspired to talk about those things I'm not inspired to talk about politics or pop culture or um, just things that it's fine. It's, it's what motivates other people. We need everybody in, in, in this world to represent what inspires them. And, but what it ultimately does when you get to listen to those things is not only could it be where you kind of consume some of that content, but it also becomes a, at least a validation or in some cases more of a affirmation that what we're doing and what we're talking about has its own place too. Well, I, you know, I always like to boil things down. The, the most important part to me is not necessarily the content because the content will attract and, you know, repel who the content attracts and repels, but it's the willingness or the ability to have a conversation and the doors that it opens for like-minded people to connect or like, or unlike-minded people to have a, a, a conversation. Right. And so either way it's, it's a valuable tool. You know, there, there's, you know, conversation or lack of conversation is the foundation of many things just like you know love would be or anything it's it's one of those foundational principles that that are necessary for a for a happy existence sure so uh what what uh once you you know fill me in on some of the things that have been going on for you over the last couple of weeks um just, i mean it's it's all the same journey for me you know i'm all i do is anytime i'm listening i'm listening to things that that fill my mind with the kind of thoughts and ideas that I want to be exposed to. Um, you know, t today I'm going to uh, an eight hour seminar on biomechanics and it's this awesome guy that is, was, you know, started a running program for Kenyan Olympic runners and marathoners. So he had a whole Kenyan team he was responsible for. And anybody who, you know, looks at running, all you have to do is look at the top 10 to know what Kenyans mean to running. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then he, you know, also, you know, what's I'm looking at a car with a hat in the back seat that has 23 on it. <laughs> uh, then I'm, so then, you know, he's telling a story yesterday about how, you know, he went with Phil Jackson and the bulls to show them his biomechanic techniques or an aspect of the techniques that some soft tissue work with a trigger stick. And then that's how he met, um, Dick Vermeil's brother who had some kind of relationship with the New York giants 
And that's how I got to be their uh, chiropractor and biomechanics person uh, for four years. He said it was around the Strahan and Lawrence Taylor transition year. So, and just, you know, we just talked about that experience a little bit and mm-hmm. I shared some experience of what it's like to be in a room that you don't belong in. So, you know, he was sharing stories about being on the field when he was hearing about what these guys were going and doing. And I relate a story of when I was taking care of Evander Holyfield right. and I was in the room with Jen and, you know, he's telling a story about Magic Johnson and him on safari and how you're in a room you don't belong in and, and how you like try to find a space to <laughs> chirp in somewhere. Right. And how I like how they were talking about an animal and I happened to bring up the name of the most ridiculous possible animal possible. <laughs> and I was like, and so that's a running joke between me and Jen. She, you know, we go emu, you know, because it, right. it wasn't, it, it, was, it wasn't an emu that he was talking about, but I was trying to find my way in a world that, sure. that, uh, that was just different for me. So, sure. um, just, so, it's, so this is exciting. So I got uh, eight hours of training today, four hours yesterday, and it was just something I knew that, you know, um, I wanted to grow in an area and there was an area I knew I could be stronger in. And because biomechanics and spine and, and the ability to create a clearer path for the brain to the body is, is the major focus of everything I do physically, mentally, spiritually, uh, you know, that's that's part of what I do every day. Um, you know, this guy and this, you know, seminar just happened to, you know, from the first four hours that I've heard so far, fit that perfectly with, you know, in the simple process of making crooked man straight, you know, sure. and that happens from the ground up. Sure. So, and, and nobody, you know, and, and then, you know, one of his statements, which sort of brought things strong to me was, you know, nobody can analyze that or treat that better than a chiropractor, because there's no profession that utilizes x-rays, foot scans, um, you know, and looks at the body as a whole, as well as individually, plus having the ability and flexibility to treat with chiropractic care, exercise, kinesio tape, physical therapy, um, occupational therapy, you know, so there's so much flexibility that like we're positioned correctly to do that. And if, you know, in manner, you know, So it looks like we lost John there due to some technical difficulties. Uh, he's on the way to, a, as he said, to a seminar. And it looks like he was in a, getting in a parking garage and getting himself to that seminar. Um, but he's been uh, very excited about what what's going on there, which is really what um, his passion for what he does um, is something that's is in everything that he does, right? So the reason I bring that up and um, is because of the fact that he lives his life really from the moment he's awake uh, to the moment he's asleep, connected to that purpose through his uh, faith, through his family um, and his, and his career. Uh, he lives that 100%. It's, it's something that I've always admired about him and w- the way he's chosen to live his life. I've uh, not gone down that road. I do find myself connected to a purpose, but I've also been able to sort of compartmentalize parts of my life and have a common thread through those things, but I don't have that sort of same level of passion or consistency in all the things that 
that I do in the same way that he does because um, his are, are more connected to all the same. The dots are almost closer together or the the thread is stronger. I really wouldn't know how to describe the difference because I think a lot of people um, live in one of those two camps, right? They live in this camp of uh, everything you do from start to finish of your day is connected to that purpose um, or you have this sort of uh, life that has some compartmentalization to it. There might be some similarities or some things that you try to do within those um, different aspects of your life that's connected to your purpose, but uh, they're not necessarily interconnected. So for me, um, some of the compartmentalization comes from things uh, at work that are completely different uh, from, you know, personal life, but even aspects of the of things that I like to do in my personal life, I'm always finding that there's at times the only thing I'm trying to do um, is be connected to the things that I um, I, I feel like it, there's connected to my purpose. I, I don't like to do things that I find in the middle of it. I, not to say I don't like to have new experiences, but once I have those new experiences, if they don't find me a way to find if I can't find a way to connect to to my purpose and for me my purpose for those who may have never heard me say this before on on previous um episodes is that I, I'm always trying to push um uh, myself and the people around me uh to think about things differently push themselves in different directions, challenge themselves to do different things. Now, I don't necessarily do it in that sort of uber motivational speaker. Um, you know, uh, you can conquer the world no matter what kind of way, although I do believe in that sentiment. It's just not my personality to be sort of that rah-rah type of person in that. Sometimes the challenge comes from being combative, uh, contrarian, um, I wouldn't say negative, I, although I'm sure that there's a perception out there that I could be more negative, uh, only simply because my approach and my demeanor can be a little bit more aggressive in that just dialogue and approach. So, but my purpose isn't to be um, negative to them or tell them they're doing something wrong, or but it's me- meant to be much more about challenging them to think and push themselves, especially intellectually, into different places and different thoughts. So. The reason I kind of give all that backstory is because listening to John go into his, you could feel that passion coming through his description of how excited he is for the seminar, how excited he is, you know, uh, to, to be doing something he's been wanting to do. And he took the opportunity to go through the seminar yesterday and, and then today because um, I've been finding myself, uh, you know, being challenged to find the purpose in the things that uh, I do um, in certain aspects of my life. Again, I've got, I, I, like I said, I have this sort of common thread, both personally and professionally, to challenge myself and to challenge the world around me. And I'm, I'm, I know that I'm either disconnected to that purpose or maybe my purpose is starting to shift, which is always possible, right? You, can, you just get older, have different experiences. You don't necessarily want to continue to do the same things, uh, live the same way. And, uh, so maybe that's part of what I'm going through. I'm not sure. And I haven't, you know, sometimes it takes a while to kind of figure out <laughs> where this is all leading, but I, I'm definitely can finding myself more and more 
disconnected to that purpose. Um, and, and for me, what I have to start to recognize or at least start to try to uncover is, is that a purpose shift that's happening or is that something that is related to the compartmentalization? So perhaps it's something related to the job that I have or the job that I'm doing and, and it's not fulfilling that purpose. I'm not finding a way to be connected to that purpose anymore, not at least in the same way. Uh, so these are so these are the types of questions we all go through. We all have to go through these different challenges from day to day, um, and and there are moments when that's scary, when that's depressing, <laughs> that's concerning, alarming, because uh, because you know change can be a scary proposition when you especially when you have no unknown of what what's going to happen down the pike if you go away from the the job that you have or the purpose that you're on. So. That's scary for sure, but I also know enough of and had have had enough life experiences to know that it's all going to be okay. It really is, uh, no matter what that is, whatever that is on the other end, it's going to be okay because some of the things that I try to do from a technique standpoint, whether it's stress, um, I'm going into a stressful meeting, um, I, I, I'm either preparing for something or recognizing I'm under stress at that moment. You know, as long as I'm doing the things that I and, and trying to do the best that I can in that moment, the one thing I remind myself of is that when when that day's over, when that stress and that moment is over, the the most important parts of my life will still remain the same. And so at the end of that stressful meeting, or when I'm going into that stressful meeting, I always think to myself, no matter what the outcome is, is of this meeting right here, the same people that care about me before I went in the, into this meeting, who probably don't know I'm going into that meeting and probably don't know what that meeting's about, they're still going to care about me at the end of the day in the same way that they did uh, before I go into that meeting. So, so that's the most important stuff, the relationships we have, the, the people that are in our lives. Those people aren't going to love me less because I, I, I didn't do well in a, in a business meeting, um, you know, especially if I'm trying to do my best. If I'm phoning it in and consistently phoning it in and then my career is, is one phoning it in after the next, then I could understand why maybe the people around me have some challenges and, and frustrations with me. But from my vantage point, I'm doing everything I can, working as hard as I can, preparing myself in, in those situations to do the best that I can. And I detach myself from that result, go in with as calm of a mind as I possibly can, because I know at the end of the day, those people are still going to love me whether that meeting goes well or not. So what I the reason why I'm kind of going on these little tangents is because when he when I could hear his passion come through, uh, and and not just going to the seminar, but I know f- because of how passionate he is about his his career, his his purpose. Um, it, it's really fun when we get on these tangents, and you can see him, you know, really let go and and allow himself to be in that moment and be, you know, completely. Uh, um, conscious and in that that space that allows him to let the the message if you will almost flow through him instead of even being in his own mind thinking about what should I be saying here uh, how does this connect to these things the the thing we just heard from John was just this one consistent passionate you know um, 
expression, if you will, of how he's connected to his purpose and how he wants to continue to be connected and find other parts of this world that he may and explore other parts of this experience that is life that allows him to even be further connected or broaden his ability to be connected to even more and more people. So that's, uh, that's at least some of what I think we both wanted to communicate today was trying to stay connected to those passions. Be rec- recognize when you're being uh, in the moment, recognizing when you're not, <laughs> recognizing that there's going to be times that you have to take sort of inventory of your life at that moment and say, hey, you know, where am I at right now with this? Am I staying on purpose? Ha- is my purpose changing? Um, and I-, I think when you look at uh, yourself or, or others around you and you see that they're in a rut, that, you know, quotation marks, it is because they're they're either sliding into those experiences, but more importantly, they're not really taking the time or you're not taking the time to, to you know, when you're doing that self-inventory to see what this means. What, why am I um, feeling this way? Why do I feel disconnected from my purpose? Is it, is it that the job that I'm doing no longer allows me to, to be connected to that purpose? So that's the question I have to explore myself. Or is my purpose changing? So that's what I have to leave, um, you know, this particular experience today thinking about because it's something that if I don't do that, I will continue to be unhappy. And um, that's not something, not a space that I want to be in. Um, And and I have complete control over it. I, I can sit here day after day, week after week and say, oh, you know, my life can't change. I can't do this. I can't do that. That's, that's, you know, mindset shift is something that isn't easy, but you have control of it. You have the ability to say, I'm not going to allow this to continue. What do I need to do? How can I uh, get myself motivated um, to, to tackle this challenge? And, um, and I think when we first started talking about, um, you know, when John brought up earlier in the conversation that we found a space this week to, to express our frustrations, um, we can do that with one another. And you, I hope you, you all have that person in your life or pe- multiple people in your life that allow that space for you to go ahead and let it out, right? Knowing that what that person's laying on you and what you're laying on them is not directed towards them. It's it create that space for them. So they feel, Hey, I can say what I need to say and, um, and, and ultimately put myself in a position, uh, in the experience we had this week was put my, we both put ourselves in position to be more patient that day for the things we needed to be more patient for. I think that if we wouldn't had that experience, the two of us of sort of unloading our frustrations on certain things, then our patience would have been probably shorter. We would have had less of that to, to manage the, and the situations that we were going to be facing that day. So I, I think that part of what he's saying there is, you know, we need to, you need to find those spaces. You need to find those people. So that way you can take a little bit of that time to find out what maybe some of those frustrations are coming from because now you're not you're not sitting there with all this pent up you know frustration and worry and concern and you say okay I've let that go I got to tackle these two problems these this big question where, where where is where am I at with this purpose situation so well I'll keep you guys updated on where I'm at with that um I'm looking forward to hearing from John and how the seminar 
today uh, and yesterday went and what he took from that. Um, so from there, I want to just say thanks for listening um, and uh, talk to you guys all soon. Thanks again. Be well.